how to ride. We're here with Mame and Mom. Yes. Hi, Mom. Where did you ever, ever come from? You're my mom, so I came from you. Yeah, that is true. That's true. This backhanded compliment changed your whole life. Mame out, man. Hello. This is... Happy Monday. (laughs) Happy Monday. Or Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on what day you're listening. That's a good point, but it's coming out on Monday. It sure is. Every Monday. Every Monday. Every Monday. Listen for us. Every Monday. It's Mame and Mom. Mame and Mom. So yeah, we're just giving a little hello because this episode that we're about to play, we recorded actually when we were in California. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. When we were road tripping on down, what was the highway again? Route one. Route one. Woohoo! Number one. Number one. And let me tell you right now, it was number one. That was amazing. It has my seal of approval. It sure does. There were seals. But yeah, so we're excited that you're back and get ready for this episode coming to you right now. Woohoo! Mame out. Mame out, but also mame in because they're just starting the episode. Okay, mame. Hey, come on in, mame. <laughs> <laughs> This is Lori Magoon. I'm sitting beside my beautiful, gorgeous, smart, fabulous, intelligent daughter. Hi. Emily Mame Ford. I'm eating a grapefruit. She is eating a grapefruit. The citrus is everywhere. Yeah. It smells good, but I can't stand the taste of grapefruits. No? Never have. Never I will. Nope. love it. I don't get it. How can someone like a grapefruit? <clears throat> bitter. I like the bitter. I don't. Oh, yeah. You do <laughs> like the bitter. Because <laughs> I grew up with you. <laughs> Just kidding. You did grow up with me. Poor I kid. She wasn't bitter. What? Was I bitter? No. 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 Do I have a temper? No. No. Only when you were, like, in your car. Oh Sometimes you'd be like, do we swear on this podcast? No. Well, we can dub it. <laughs> I don't know. You I don't just know. Said this one's where you would say F and A. Oh yeah, that's my word. F and A. That's my biggest. You mean if someone cuts us off or whatever driving? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. F and A. You even though we end up cutting everybody too. On um, accident. On an accident. It's yeah. Different. You think people do it on purpose? Mm-hmm. No. Oh yeah. Really? You been to Massachusetts? That is true. I, well, you then you do now because you used to live in Massachusetts. Yeah. It's the yeah. only way to drive. Otherwise, they don't respect you. They smell fear. <clears throat> that is true. Smell fear. Anyways, back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. We are going to go on lots of tangents on this show. We do. And I'm going to tell you, should we tell them already? We both suffer from attention deficit disorder. So it's kind of hard for us to stay focused. So sometimes we'll kind of go to the right or go to the left or whatever, kind of get off track. But we're going to try really hard. I want this show to be about women of all different ages. I have... I have several different um, Facebook pages. One is of all genders, and it's actually been pretty successful. And then I have two women's groups. One is women over 50, and one is for women under 50. And that really helped me understand that um, we need to bring all the different ages together. Am I even saying that right? What am I trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. We need to bring people of different walks of life, people of different experiences together to understand different perspectives Perspectives. you know because something that is completely is i'm experiencing this way because maybe i haven't learned something yet maybe i'm not perceiving it correctly or i needed more advice from someone that has been through it before maybe you know or maybe it's something else i don't know yeah anyway 
I guess what I want to get to, we've been trying to figure out how we wanted this show to go. And I think tonight, I think it's the best way to celebrate our first show is with talking about mothers. And I'm going to start talking about mom, mine. And, you know, Emily is named after my mother. Uh-huh. Emily Mame. My mother's name was Mame. Well, Mary Mame, but she used the name of Mame. And how can you describe my mom? <laughs> Honestly, when I say my name, like, this is so cheesy. But in comedy, they I always say my full name, Emily Mame Ford, and that's because... I feel like she would have loved that I do comedy. She would have done it herself. And I'm like, this just makes sense. I think of her every time I get called to the stage and I am like, yep. Yep, Mame. Because I feel like Mame. I get that part from her, which is nice. The personality thing. Yeah, the com- like the, the, the jokes, the stories. Yeah. And that's, I guess I'll go back a little bit. Um, lost my mom 11 years ago from COPD. And it was a really hard time. She was only 66 years old when we mm-hmm. lost her. That's 10 years from now for me. Yeah, that's scary. That's young. And if you could know her. Yeah. Huh, Happy-go-lucky. She had more friends than you can imagine. She was always doing something for someone. She had the biggest heart. She was funny. Funny, 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 funny. Storyteller. Half the time you didn't know if they were imagined or if they were right or whatever but they're always funny so i think i think i really want to celebrate her life tonight because that starts our segments for mothers and daughters so i'm gonna have i'm gonna try to get through this without crying because it's kind of hard it's been it's been 11 it'll be 12 years january Uh that she's gone Uh. that's hard yeah yeah that's really hard what are your first memories of your grandmother? I remember she gave me that really giant polar bear. Because <laughs> <laughs> she knew I was scared of polar bears. <laughs> Emily had a dream when she was little about polar bears, and she's been afraid of them ever since. I, I mean, That actually might be where the dream comes from. <laughs> so your grandmother gave you a polar bear. Giant. Giant polar bear. She knew I was afraid of them. <laughs> She gave you a, t- a polar bear because she knew that you were afraid of them. Okay, so that's a good, nice first memory. Yeah. Hilarious. And she always had those little strawberry candies at her house. And her house always smelled the same way. <laughs> Is that a good thing In or a, a good bad way. thing? Like how? What do you mean? Her house always smelled like bread and licorice and something else. That sounds really weird, but it actually smelled very good. Like a log cabin. She lived in a yeah. log cabin. Yeah. But, but she was always baking and cooking yeah, and doing all that like stuff. Licorice and bread, but I don't even like licorice, but in a good way. I know that doesn't make sense. Huh. Um, her house always smelled like that. Yeah. And it was always very, like, welcoming and happy, and you just felt like when you walked in the door, it was going into, like, a, just, like, a happy place. You could feel the positive energy, yes. huh? Like you said, Absolutely. welcoming. It's like, oh, okay. Isn't it funny how you can feel that if you go into a house that's, like, ugh, stress, and mm-hmm. Could feel it when you walk in, but when you go into Grandma Mames, you already knew that you were welcomed and loved. Yep. yep. What more could you want out of life than to be like that, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. And you're just like her. You are I just mean, like her. I feel the same way when I walk into your house, though. Aww. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Doesn't smell like. It doesn't smell like that. It doesn't no. smell bad in your house. It just. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> it doesn't smell like bad whatsoever. It's just grandma's house had like a specific smell. I think a lot of that was because it was a log cabin and it smelled like a log cabin. I don't know though, because the cabin that like up north doesn't smell like that. The one up north doesn't smell like that because there's dead mice. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, it's like way out in the boonies, and there's dead mice that I'm festering. (laughs) Yeah, well, they they die in the walls and everything. I just wanted them all to live, Mom. I know you did. She stayed in my log cabin, and ah. And then no, what happened was we tried to just trap the mice. Yeah. And we were like, oh, we'll just send, we'll go down, we'll drive down the road with the mouse and let it out. But then apparently, mice can travel miles a night. Yeah. And get back to where they started. So. If anyone ever tries to protect the mice, I don't know. No. Just don't... If you're going to do it, drive 50 miles away, okay? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and go to someone you don't like's neighborhood. Yeah. Maybe they'll end up there. Yeah. That's a good idea. It might. Yeah. 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 So anyway, back to <laughs> Grandma Mame. So yeah, she was um, she was from Newfoundland, Canada. Huh? She lived there. Well, she was born there, lived there until I think she's moved here when she was like 20 when she married my dad my dad was in the military and he went out to newfoundland and she met him i don't know at a club or whatever and quickly they married and then she ended up moving here with him and then had my oldest brother and then shortly after me and then seven years later my younger brother so i mean she was pretty busy throughout her life And she worked in nursing and she worked hard. You know, she was, she worked really, really, really hard. Hard working lady. Was it the first time she came to the U.S. when she, when she moved here? Yeah. Yeah. She talks about, um, you know, back, back then that was like in the sixties and things were, I don't know how to, how can you describe it? I mean, she was out, she lived way out on an island second second biggest island in the world is newfoundland but i mean it's there's not much going on where she lived you know and i I think she always you know watching tv and all that stuff back then you think of america you think of hollywood or whatever Uh because i remember her saying that actually i remember when i was a kid going to newfoundland and someone asking me how many movie stars i knew like oh i live in new hampshire none yeah, then Grandma shows up to New Hampshire. She's like, wait, this isn't Hollywood. <laughs> I think that's what she wanted was Hollywood. <laughs> There's like a fireworks store next to a like yeah. gas station. Exactly. In a town of like 30. <laughs> exactly. She's like, wait, what? But, oh my God, some of the stories that she tells me about when she was a kid. One of her favorite stories is she talks about, um, well, first of all, she had a big family and she was the youngest one and they were really poor. And one of them was what they got for Christmas was an apple. That's it. That was all that was in their Christmas stocking. No, an apple and an orange. Mm-hmm. And they would just kind of like all all evening, they'd get it Christmas Eve or whatever, and just like just enjoy even watching or looking at the apples and, and the oranges and then the next day eating them and savoring every bite. Of course, she was such a storyteller. Who even knows what is real? <laughs> but... But my favorite favorite one is when she says that she was in um, she was in church one Sunday and her and her best friend snuck out of church. They had to go under the pews and like sneak out underneath everyone's feet to go see Elvis Presley singing. So that was 
who knows if she really did that, but that was kind of cute. Because back then, I mean, you don't know much about Elvis Presley, right? Do you no, know who I, he is? I know who he is. It was yeah. a big deal, <clears throat> but they went to go see his movie. Yeah, it mm-hmm. wasn't in person. It was one of his movies, but mm-hmm. she loved Elvis. So, yeah, she talks about that, and she's got all these other stories about when she was in school and she's the stuff that she put up with in school. Just, I don't know. She was just a really fun fun lady and um, I really miss her yeah I really miss her a lot you know I think about you know when something really cool happens the first thing I want to do is call her and tell her about it Mm. and that was hard when she was gone I I wasn't ready for that yeah I mean are you ever really but I mean losing your mother so young I wasn't ready for that do you feel like you were close your whole life or you got closer or not as close at different points? I don't know. I think that we were close for the most part. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Ebb and flow. I mean, we had kind of a weird relationship. It was almost like, I don't know, felt in some ways we're the same age. Uh-huh. You know, I think she because she was a young mother, she was kind of, and she, I don't know, how do you even describe that? She was cool the cool mom or whatever and she was tiny too I was always bigger than her and that always felt kind of weird but I don't know I think we were I think we were as close as you could be I think yeah. I don't know kind of ebb and flows right because mm-hmm. I think well I know for a fact that every kid when they reach a certain age they naturally will not get along with their family or their parents because that's nature's way of getting them ready to leave the nest and I know that could have been part of it too mm-hmm. what do you, how well did you know your grandmother what do you think I feel like we should have been closer I feel like I wish I went to see her more and I didn't know how quickly it was going to happen because I remember I was like I was like 17 when she was when she died you were 17 well 11 years ago 12 years yeah. ago yeah 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 I was 17 and I yeah I didn't really know it was going to happen so quick and I still wish that I went to see her more. Yeah. I think it's lessons that you learn. I always say, no regrets, no regrets. You know, you got to do the right thing or whatever. And you t- kind of take things for granted. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah. Oh. That's why, I don't know. I think for me, I always try to remember, like, if I say goodbye to someone, it's like, oh, I really, no matter what, I always say, goodbye and I always wanted to make sure it meant something yeah it was yeah it was hard it was really hard I was kind of surprised too um I got a phone call saying that she wasn't feeling well I mean she had been sick for quite a while with her COPD and then Mm -hmm. finally she was on oxygen and she really didn't feel well she really didn't feel well and I think she was happy to go when she had lost her husband and she's lost her parents and at that point, she was just, she was really sad. She really, she was ready to go. And, well, because of losing people and mostly because she didn't feel well. And so, so yeah, we got the call saying that she didn't feel well. So I took her out to the hospital. I, they took her, um, her oxygen level and it was like, it was, she had like nothing. It was deleted, so, or depleted. So they ended up um, putting her in a room and, it, it was pretty evident that that was going to be it. So she only had a couple of days there, and my brother flew in, and it was myself and my other brother. 
and she had a couple of friends coming in and out and I don't know that was hard and actually my thing is I feel bad about I was crying like crazy and she said she says Lori stop it stop it it's gonna be okay I'm ready to go don't be sad and I felt bad at the end she was trying to console me yeah but she's your mom I know but I feel I don't know I feel like I should have been more helping her get through that I think yeah but you know what I mean I know what you mean but I don't know I know it makes sense like yeah she didn't stop being your mom you know I know even then yeah I didn't want to I wasn't ready I was I mean who is and and I remember when she was she was taking her last last breath my older brother he wasn't there he felt awful he left to go do something and it was just me my younger brother and um we could tell that she was going there's a certain way someone breathes um you can tell that they were going so my younger brother and i just kind of sat with her and held her hands when she when she went and that was hard that was wow that was a hard thing yeah yeah and i think it was just all these weird thoughts go through your mind because um she was going to be cremated so i mean it's it's like all this morbid stuff that goes through your mind okay so now what are they going to do with their body they're just gonna is this morbid to say these things but no it's real though it's we real we don't talk about this a lot oh it was so hard and then the worst part was when we left the hospital i, I remember walking in the parking lot it was like it wasn't really happening and then stopping and thinking oh my god no i i need to go back and get my mother I can't leave her here. I, that was hard. Yeah. Yeah, that was hard. Oh, here I am crying on my own podcast. That's okay. Yeah. It's real. It is real, isn't it? Oh, my God. I, yeah. It's funny, I had this conversation today with a, a lady <clears throat> at the beach, and she was telling me she lost her mother 10 years ago, and she was saying that there's a day that doesn't go by that she doesn't grieve her mother. And I can't say that. I, I'm at the point where I celebrate her life. Of course, she gets sad every now and then, but it's kind of weird. I kind of chuckle sometimes, and I think, oh, my mom, my mom would laugh about that, or sometimes it... Sometimes I feel like her her spirit is with me. I know that sounds kind of kooky, but I can almost feel that. I know she's like an angel watching over me. But the things that I've learned from this is, um, you know, no regrets. Mm-hmm. No regrets. I don't regret the fact that, that I loved her. And I and I do have regrets. I wish I could have gone over there more to see her. But I was working. I just I couldn't. I guess what I'm getting at is it's important to do the right thing. And it's important to spend time with people that you love. And and it really, really hit home how important my kids are to me, my mm-hmm. daughters and my son. And I'm so grateful. And how lucky are we to have our kids? So I'm, I'm really grateful to have Emily and her sister and brother. And I celebrate the fact that we're together. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Yeah. Does that ever worry you about, I mean, what is, that's 
a weird question to ask anyone. <clears throat> do I ever get worried about you dying? Yeah. Of course. Do you? Of course I do. I mean, does that? Yeah. But I, I mean... worry about that with everyone, though. I have some serious anxiety around that type of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Like how? What do you mean? I think about that stuff all the time. I think every time someone walks out of the door, I'm like, I worry they're not going to, they're going to, like, die. I've, I got some issues, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wonder how many people do that because I, I kind of do that. It's like, oh, my God, if I never see you again. I don't know. It Maybe it's anxiety. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I worry. You worry about the people that you love. It's reality, though. I mean, we're all going to go. I'm not ready to go, but if I did, it's kind of funny. I was just saying this. I, I know I'm not going anywhere for a while, and I've got a lot of work to do, and I don't want to go anywhere, but if I did, I'd feel pretty good about the way I left things. Like where your life's at now? Where my life's at now. I worked my butt off to get to mm-hmm. where I am. I experienced yeah. a lot of really rough stuff and went through a lot of crap, but it, it was really worth it because I have some great kids yeah. Really, really great kids. You've done a lot of cool things. Done a lot of fun things. A lot of fun things. Yeah. A lot of fun things. I mean, even right now, we just decided to go to California, and we took a flight the next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because we wanted to. Just because we wanted to. Well, no, it's really about you. You wanted to come out. You came out, and then you said you were going to drive by yourself. Yeah. I said, no, you're not. I'm you coming. Said, well, I'm coming. I took one for the team. Oh, yeah. I know. I know I'm such a good mother. <laughs> She's laughing. That's probably not a good sign. She's like, we can split the gods for everything. Perfect. Here I go. Just messing with you. To leave this on a note, this podcast is about mothers. It's about daughters. People that have had kids. I think one thing that could be nice for people to hear, which it might be hard to answer... If there was one thing that you would do, that you could do with your mom, what would you do? You don't have to answer either one. You asking me? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. What do What do I wish that I could have done that I didn't with my mother? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Um, I wish I would have told her more how proud I was of her. Yeah. If I could go back, I would. I think I would tell her more of, I know how hard she worked and how much I appreciate what she did for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think I would tell her that I really liked her. That I really enjoyed being with her. Because I really did. I mean, I re- well, I hate to admit it, but I have a really weird personality. It can be kind of quirky. And sometimes people don't get it. But no, we got each other. Like, we were both weird. I mean, uh-huh. I don't know. We just got each other, just weird humor, and we would just crack up. But the funny thing is, I, I, it's almost like I have that with you. You're, you're just like that. You have that same humor. Uh-huh. And that's, I don't know, sometimes, whoops, sometimes being with you, I feel like I'm with my mother, too. So Aww. we kind of took her. Yeah, because we have fun. Yeah, we have a blast. We, we get it. People think we're weird. But, I mean, I don't even have to say anything. We could be walking and we see the same thing. I don't have to say a word to you when we both just crack up. And and that's it. We know exactly what we're thinking, right? <clears throat> and to have that, it's like telepathy. La, la. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I really miss that with my mom. But I'm glad that I have it with you. 
special. We have our special times. Uh-huh. Special, special. And I am so damn proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So that's it. This is just episode one. This is just episode one. This is the beginning. The beginning. The beginning. So what are your final thoughts for today? My final thoughts are be nice to your mother. Be nice to your mother. She might come and get you. I don't know. Haunt (laughs) your dreams and stuff someday. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I, (laughs) I agree. We'll get into it someday, but... Absolutely. I wasn't very nice to my mom before. Oh. And I wish I was nicer, and that's true. Well. Anyways. Yeah, that's the next episode. The next episode is I used to be really mean. She was wicked mean. Ah, whispering, because we don't want anybody to know about really. So, yeah, tune in. Tune in. <laughs> We're on our Facebook group. We are. What's the name of it? Self-empowerment. Self-empowerment. And we have two others bridging the gap. No, empower bridging the gap. I don't know. I'm gonna change it. Meeting in the middle. Meeting in the middle. Got the pickle. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Join us next time on Meeting in the Middle. We love you. We love you. Love your mom. Love your mom. Hey, this is Emily from Mame and Mom. Thanks for listening to our podcast. It comes out every Monday. Music by Faradazis of Wicked Games. Sponsored by New Hampshire Made Moms. Write in listener questions to mamemom at gmail.com. Us or probably one of our dogs will respond with feedback. Mame out. <laughs>